Okay. Good morning and Shalom Chanukah. So we're now up to Bible four. Hamshachayim Beis. Bible is Nosei. Nosei Sreish. Just always look at the Kareb's uh, summary of the Maimir. pretty much captures the whole theme of this Maimir. <coughs> I'll explain in a minute. But basically, saying that even though they are Pshita, Poshut, which means they're still somewhat um, divine, so therefore they're not as structured as, let's say, Bri, Yitzir, but they're still not like the pshitas of Eris at the Ainsof. So they're still not like the level of Ainsof, which is higher than Atsilis. Okay. <clears throat> so I prom- I said last week that I would um, go over the muscle, which I'll do as I do the flow. So what's the flow of the Hemshech so far? It started with the Rotson, Keser, beginning of the Hemshech. The Keser is the first Mamutza. The Ratzin Hashem, Oliver Tzenei. So the Ratzin becomes a very powerful word. That Oliver Tzenei is Baruch, the Havis Elamis. And he explained the different levels of Ratzin. There's a Ratzin Klali over all existence, and the Ratzin Prati for each world, each dimension. That's Keser. Then he moved right away and said, okay, to understand that, by contrast, there's other side. Keser is a Ratzin. But a Ratzin alone does not build a structure. You need to have details. So therefore, he went into what's called we call Er Primi. Not the Er Makif of Ratzin, but the Er Primi. With the, first with the Moshal, the first Maimer, the Moshal of a human being, Kechas Hanefesh, that Kechas Primim. Kechariya in the Ayin, Kechashmi in the Ezen, Kechasechel in the mind, in the brain. And the Er and Keli are perfectly tailored for each other. The Maimer too, the Rebbe Rashab went and explained that this is all a Moshal, a Dugma for Adam Elyon. The same thing is they wish to create the Adam Elyon, the structured so called supernal man, which is essentially the, in English, the archetype. We talked about the perfect structure. So Atsilis is that world. So Atsilis too, what we call Kechas Hanefesh, that every Koyach fits its, its uh, Aver. So too, every iron fits its keli. So that mind was focused more on Eris and Kalin. And then from there, the Rebbe Rashab moved to the, starting to discuss here, the issue is, okay, Eris and Kalin. So what exactly is this world called Atsilis? The world of Atsilis, well, it's both Maimur 2 and 3, just going through the flow here. Atsilis is the Mamutza that the purpose, he said, the Kavon of Atsilis is that it should bring Yediyah, Belikus and Hargosha Belikus. In other words, it's a place where we, the creation, existence, so we're creating the image of the Adam Elyon. So we have through the Adam Elyon a place to meet. Through our, we can use, we use our minds to connect to the Abish's mind through learning Teda, for example. Same thing, Mahu Khanan, Afata Khanan. So this becomes now, what is Atsilis then? Is it a lakus or is it a world, basically? Is it Mitzias? So he answered 
that that it's depending on the Eidus and the Kelim. The Eidus are Me'in HaMoyer, so they reflect the Eibishter's Kavana. The Kelim is the structure the Eibishter wants to create existence in a particular structure. I gave different Mishalom to explain it. Betzalel and let's say Moshe, they have both of them looked at the Mishkan differently. So it's not two different uh, perspectives in the sense that they are contradiction. It's just two different uh, functions. So that was about Eris and Kalim. So in explaining how Kalim are in Arech, now let's use the word in Arech is essentially another way of saying Yeshmayin. Gilead Helam is another way of saying like Ilova'olul more. So Yeshmayin, the Kalim are Shaleba Erech, and he explained how the Kalim, even though they're created by God, but they're created in a way that they don't reflect the source. That's why they can focus on the structure. So even though they are, they reflect what the Ebrister wants, but they themselves are not necessarily in a revealed way being Megala Lakus. They're being Megala with the Ebrister, the, the structure of existence. So in doing so, the, we talked about the Moshal, the beginning of the Maimir Vayichan, um, Pedictes, the Moshal from the, the Moshal from the Alter Rebbe. So I just uh, said last week I would just explain, so let me just say a few words about that, and then we'll continue. So what's the Moshal? The Moshal is, in Kabbalah it says, and here's another example, perfect example, how Chabad, Chassidus, explains, uh, explains an Indian, an abstract idea in Kabbalah that you can't really understand with Seich Lanushi. Kabbalah, Kabbalah says, we know that he said that the Kalim are Nisav in a way of, through hell. In other words, they're not Nisav in a way of Gilui, but through hell. Because if they didn't have a Helen, they wouldn't be able to be a structure. If we were completely overwhelmed by Eir, Eliki, you wouldn't be able to focus on any details. It's like, like a, in Aved, it would be like if someone is Klesa Nefesh and is completely bottled to Lakus, they can't focus on the Aved that they have to do that moment. So they'll do that. So, that, so in, 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 the, in other words, Eiris alone, you need to have a certain Helen for the Kalim to emerge. So in expressing that, he said, not only is the kalim rooted in the Rishima, which we talked about last week, which is a concealed state. The Rishima is not a revelation. The Kav is a Gili. Kav is a Gil. Rishima is the Sherish HaKalim. So he says that, Eitz Chaim, it says that the Savas of the kalim, this is the expression, it's Er Yosher It's the striking of Er Yosher and Er Chezer. As I said, you just read those words, what does it even mean? It's like basically two types of light or energy. And they, when they hit each other, it creates a keli. So, first of all, what is Eriyosha and Erechezer? So, the, so the Alter Rebbe gives a mashal for this. It's Chaim and just brings it, you see, it comes alive. You understand the mashal very clearly. Eriyosha is the air of the Mashpia. So, let's say Eriyosha is the air from a Rav to a Talmud. Or a Rav to, to a people of a lower level than his intelligence. Erechezer is, so to speak... The the era makabel that the Talmud is asking questions as he either challenges or he trying to understand what the Rav says. So the question is, when these two come together, so we know a teacher teaches, mashpia is mashpia, then the student has the right to ask questions. Those questions sometimes challenge the the er yosher. So the erchez is pegeya be'er yosher. That's what's happening, and what Kabbalah Eitz Chaim says that when that happens, that's how the kelim emerge. So the Alter Rebbe continues in the Moshal. What does he say? So you have two. He says He says, basically, hafchim shall beis lomdim shemafalpul makshim zalazeh. He doesn't say mashpia makabel here. 
But just to explain, you have to use Mashpi and Makavu. It makes more sense. But the truth is, it could be Chavrus also. It could be like he says, two people are learning. I'm, you and I are learning together. I say something and you challenge it. And there's a Makavu. When they do that, something new comes out of it. Like we say, either Mitamidi Yesu Mekulam. Or let's go away from Talmud and Rav because uses more of about two people so a new svara comes out of it that is different than the original one. So is the question, the pegiya here in Kabbalah, what the pegiya means is in Loshan Chabad, Chsidis is astira. That's a pegiya. Pegiya means you're striking, you're saying something and I challenge it, or you, I, you challenge something I said. That's the pegiya here. So something happens when, that, when these two things collide, so to speak. And what happens is a new svara comes out to answer the questions that were asked, and here he says, this svara is going to be less than the original idea because it's a result of this uh, discussion or argument. But on the other hand, it comes dafke through this pigia. So that's still the moshul. So he says, that's the moshul. So he says, so in other words, when Er Yosh and Er Chez are able to create two tracks of Er, there's no kelim yet. It's Er, Er HaSechel. Now, when they strike each other, what happens is Kalim will emerge, and the Kali does not have as much air as air, obviously. A Kali is already a structured idea. So essentially, you could say it's like this. And initially, when the Mashpia and Makamba were communicating, or the two so they were to- focused more on the idea. It was the challenge that created, actually, a much more structured idea. This is what happens. When you first learn something, it's more bapshitis. It's more general. When someone challenges you, then you have to start really spelling it out and defining it until the point that it becomes a very clear idea. So the initial idea may be a much higher level, but it's not as structured. So Kalim here is essentially this structure of Seichel. And this is common. If you ever wrote a pilpul, or if you ever presented a pilpul, or anything, what happens? You come up with an idea, you write it, and then you start seeing there's different things that are missing. Someone reads it and challenges you, as they challenge you, then ultimately the final pilpul or the final whatever it is that you're presenting is going to be much sharper, but it's going to be much more defined according to people. People understand it won't just be an abstract idea. So I'm sure many times you come up with an idea and then you talk to someone and they challenge you. So it forces you to have to define it more. So obviously the Abish is not forced, but this is a muscle to explain how Kalim emerged. So essentially it's coming to explain how the Kalim are not Bibchinus Kiruv and Gili, it's between his Helam and Richuk. Now, the Helam and Richuk doesn't mean the Kelim are bad. It just means you need to have structure. And I mentioned, I think I mentioned when a fetus, when a, when a, a new conception of a new baby. So the first moment, by conception, there's only one cell. If you looked at it, you wouldn't even see anything. It's like a follow, it's like a hair, strand of hair. That's how small it is. This cell will become a human being, you and I. The same like the Abish created the world. It says in Rashi Ramban that Breshis Baralakim, the Abish created the whole world. But it was all in a like a Hiyuli or a concentrated point. And then each day he was he took he was Megala, whatever he created the first day. It's like a seed. You plant the seed, you don't see the tree, but the seed has the whole tree within it. So the same thing is here. Khathila air has everything in it, but with pale mamish to bring it out, you need to be concealed the air, and the kalim could emerge. This okay. kind of the Simpson addition in this muscle would be the teacher 
before the teacher first stopping himself from even thinking, like closing off his brilliance, so that the, the student should have space. But the Simpson addition is not a gilly. Simpson addition is a, a, a help. But this explains Kalim come from the Simpson. Yeah, without, there was no Simpson, there would be no Kalim. We say based on this marshal that Simpson is not no, not no way of Siluk. You mean Siluk versus Helen? What do you mean by Siluk? Simpson is Siluk, yeah. Complete concealment, yeah. I think this muscle is after the Simpson already. Because Simpson is the first step that's necessary because we have the alien self pushed a malakola mitzvah would be like the, the muscle using here, the teacher completely filling up the whole space. So the student doesn't even have enough smoking to, to even be there. So the first thing the teacher has to do is be quiet. Like shut down so called the gili of a sechel. That's the Simpson. Leaves at a shimu. There are no kalim yet. I mean, it says Simpson Nikra Kalim that Rebbe says and explains the Shaykh Ramun, I mentioned it. But Papel Mamish, there's no Edis and Kalim yet. What you're doing is setting the stage. Now there's room for a Talmud. Once there's room for a Talmud, then the Kav is Nimshach. And the Kalim emerge because now you have the two entities. You have Er Yosha and Er Chazer that you can talk about. Lifting at Simpson, there's no Er Yosha Er Chazer. It's all one Er. There's no room for distinction. So now you have an Eder Mashpia, Eder Makabel. As they meet, there's going to be this, uh, let's call it clash, if you wish, certain tension. That's going to create the beginnings of Kalim. And those Kalim, as they continue to go down level by level, will ultimately be the Eder and Kalim of Atsilas. So the good example would be, as I said, a seed or a, fee, or, a, a new, or a child at conception. It all begins always in one concentrated Eder. And then from that it emerges. Did we? Did you learn? Did the Maimon mention his Savasa Eir Nasa Kelim? My Savasa Eir Nasa Kelim. Was that mentioned at all? And then my mother. I'm sure somewhere it comes up. Just don't remember which Maimon. Okay. Let's let me move to the next Maimon. And I'm trying to focus here both on the, the whole flow and understanding the the general picture here and the specifics. So now the or makes the Kelim. What are you asking me? Is that what you just mentioned? His avus, the iron base, means his avus, the ivies, the thickness, so to speak, the particles in the air make the keli. Was that was that mentioned at all? Did you learn that in any mimer yet? Huh? He definitely mentions it. It's probably been the last mimer. Or maybe in this mimer. Okay. What, 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 Perik? Ches? Also, yeah, yeah, right here, yeah, yeah. That's exactly correct. This is Savas Akelim Bepel Agam Shazal Agam Kei Makav Shaydei Eli Agilin Savak Kol Ishtalsin Nizel Adai Slapshas Akav Ben Nekudas Hadashimu. Exactly. Zein Mashiri Savas Eir Nasa Akeli. So. I, I, I want to just go back to a muscle to make it a little easier to understand. I think I gave this muscle, but I'll just it, it's it's consistent with the Mishalom that we that we're learning here. Any anything you do in life, whether it's writing a sefer or or building a house or building a business, whatever it may be, always has Edison Kelm. If you don't have Edison Kelm, you don't have a, an existing entity. 
You know, you build a table, for example. So you have the physical materials to build a table, but you also have to have a table that has a function. If I build a table and you can't use it, what's it worth? So the atheist on the page is Kalim. The Teichen of the, of the Askola that's through these words is the Eir. The purpose of this table is the Eir. The, the, the actual table itself is the Kalim. Mention Moshe Rabbein, we built the Mishkin, he saw the Kavana. Kavana is Veshechanti Besecha. That's through the the Oren, Mizbeach, the Kalim, and so on. I mean, I don't mean Kalim as in Kalim here, but the Salo was the architect. He needs to build a structure. He doesn't focus so much on that Kavana. So anything you look at, as a matter of fact, you could even use it if you see something is not working. Is the problem in the Eiris or is the problem in the Kalim? Simply put like this, is the problem that you don't really know what you want to do? Or is the problem that you just don't know how to do it? It's a very big difference. You know, this is true in any case. I mean, just, you can apply it to any situation. You can apply it to Shalom Bayesi. You know, is the problem that you, you, you both are communic- uh, have good intentions, but you just don't know how to communicate? No one ever trained you how to communicate? Or is the problem that the intentions are not good? Just showing you just how you can apply it everywhere. So when you need to build an existence, the Abraham made it in a way, in a seichelik way, that he too created things in that way. That the air carries the kavon elokus. It is bottle. It is me'en hamoyer. It reveals what the Abraham wants. Teira air. What's teira? Teira air. Because teira tells us what the Abraham wants from us. But then there's the specifics. The mitzvah is not called air. It's called ne'er mitzvah. Because the mitzvah is more like Caleb, as we learned as well here. So the mitzvah implements it. If you only had Tayra, you have direction, but you need to then implement it. If you only had a mitzvah, you wouldn't know how to do it. So essentially, the Eir is telling us the how, the Kavona Shebezeh, and the Kali is the actual Maisah. So Maisah mitzvah is a Kali, Kavona mitzvah is a Eir. In anything in life, you're always going to find the two. There's no, nothing that exists that does not have an Eir and a Kali. The question is, is that what's dominant? Is it more Eir or more Keli? In Elam Azagashmi, Kalim is the Iker. We don't see the Eir. You, have to, you need a Vedic Dela to Megala Eir Aliki in this world. Because as the Alter Rebbe writes in Tanya, that's the Helam Acher Helam, Cheshach Kofel Mechupel, because we don't feel the Eir Aliki. In Atsilis, the Eir and Kalim is a perfect balance. In Bria, the air is still dominant, but the kalim are becoming stronger, and you see it even more, and of course, Asiya, as I just said. So it all comes down to a balance. What we're learning now, this is moving into Maimah 4, is essentially what is the, because at the end of the day, you want to have a balanced situation. Before Chetet Sadas, for example, the world was perfect the way God wanted it. The Eiris and kalim were balanced. As soon as they ate, they ate from the tree, Sadas, it created an imbalance. So, so in the Stalshul Sadvarim, it all begins that everything, the Eid and Keli, are one. When you talk about Lifniat Simpson, basically the Keich Ablikvul, the Keich Agvul, Eid Agvul, Eid Ablikvul, which I'll discuss shortly more. That Simpson allows for the Kalim to begin to emerge. You don't have a Simpson Eid. The only thing, in other words, if you asked, if you were able to go Lifniat Simpson, all you'd feel there is divine consciousness, basically. It's all Alukus. There's no room for a structure. The symptom allows for a structure to begin to emerge, and then the stalshlus takes from there, takes it from there. 
So you have the Kav, the Rishimu, the Eidus, and the Kalim. And it's all about how, how they each speak to each other. What's, what it makes it even stronger, remember, since the Kavon is going to be that the Eid and Keli should work smoothly together, so the Eid has within it the Kavon of the Keli, and the Keli has in it the Kavon of the Eid. We're going to learn about that a lot later, a lot, a lot more about that later in the Hemshech. But so essentially, it's the Kav that's Megala the Keli. That's why I asked about his Savas Eid, Nasa Kli. So in other words, the Eid is not just a separate entity. So remember, learning Eir is primim is that the Eir fits the Keli. That means the Eir understands the Keli. If the Eir was just the Eir Makif and it was just beyond existence, it wouldn't fit into the Keli. It would be the equivalent, okay, the letters on the page of the Keli, but the Eir is so strong, you can't express, you ever see somebody speak who's a genius, but you can't understand a word they're saying. Because the Eir is so intense, they don't know how to put it into Keli. There are people the other way around. They talk and talk and they're not saying anything. That means the kalim are very dominant, the air is very weak. So whatever situation you're in, you can always measure what's going on. Obviously, the best communication com- communicator, the best writer, is that the words are perfectly fit to the idea you want to convey, and the idea is perfectly fit into the words that you convey. That's just an example. Health. What is a healthy body? That the air, air hanashama, is flowing smoothly through the body. Let's say the dam hua nefesh, if, God forbid, there's any block and the dam, the blood is too thick or too thin, what happens? So health, the word health itself means pure, seamless flow and fusion between Eris and Caleb. If you need the explanation for the word seamless and fusion, I can explain that. But I hope you get the idea. And the smoother it is, the, more the, the best situations where you're so close together Eid and Kaili, they're so nisachet, you don't even tell the difference between them. Like right now, if I asked you, what's the difference? Can you tell me where's the part of your body? Where's the nefesh? It's all one. It's not like saying, oh, my finger has a nefesh in it, the chayis a nefesh, and then there's the finger. We know this too, but they're so connected. It's not like uh, it's not like me throwing a stone. The stone doesn't become a flying stone. It's my kayach is imposing itself on the stone to fly. A nefesh in a goof is a seamless Eid of Kaili. So that's the kavona. Now, if you someone's going to say, let's size you up. Let's say you make a cheshman on nefesh. Who halts in the belt? The edus and kalim. So it would be a question like, you know, if your edus would be, let's say, your hiskastas to the Rebbe or your connection to the Ebrister. And, uh, and kalim would be, how well are you implementing it? So you'll find a lot of people. There was a guy by the Friedrich Rebbe. He was, uh, you see him in the pictures in Lakewood. He was one of the Friedrich Rebbe's big mukurovic. But he was not the Shem Shabbos. He's Begoli. And uh, and the Friedrich Rebbe did a lot of kiruvim. So once a chosid as the Friedrich Rebbe, you know, this man stands with you by Fabrengans. We know between the sikhs he goes out and uh, does things that are not necessary, Shabbosdik, etc. So the Friedrich Rebbe answered, Had grace eris and klein kalim. That's the Friedrich Rebbe's answer. What does that mean? That the eris are very strong. He just, for some reason, has not yet brought it into the kalim properly. Mezes shibashatiyah. So you could find somebody that has a lot, a lot of connection, a very godly person, but they may not be even look to you like B'chitzenius, that their kalim are uh, ma'asim. Then you have the opposite. You have a lot of people who B'chitzenius, the kalim look very good. When you start digging a little deeper, you see the shvachim isis. Now, I'm not saying this to be critical. I'm just saying that you can have people who, and the, the kalim seem to be very aligned, but the edis are not that strong. You can have the other way around. Obviously, there's also the concept of Shvidas HaKelem, which we're not going to discuss now. That's not relevant here. That's when it's imbalanced, obviously. But balance is when you have a combination of both. 
So I'm just giving these examples to make this a little more pal. Uh, what's the word? Palpable or palatable. So with that said, this mimer now, Nose, um, and I don't know if you noticed something, I'll point out something to you, very interesting. This mimer continues where he left off, that till now we spoke to the Eiris are Gilead Helen. The Eiris are basically Atsilis, is Atsilis, not, not, not a Nivra, because the Eir is Me'ein Hamoir. Like the last chapter in Perikud Aleph, in the third mimer, calls up Chinsa Kalim, that the Kalim are not Dovuk. The Kalim are created in a, in a separate way. The Eiris are Dovuk. But now in this mimer, the Rebbe Rashab says, one second, one second here. We also say, that Chochme is not just Klei HaChochme, it's also Eir HaChochme. And Ma'ayin means, Yesh Ma'ayin. So how could you say that the Eiris are Gilead Helen? And the Kalim are Yesh Ma'ayin. In other words, the Kalim belong more to the, to the existence. The Eir reflects the Eberstadt. Even the Eir of Atzillus is also considered to be Shalei Be'erech, to higher than Atzillus. Now, what's the what's the point? What's the, why? Why is it going here? Why does Adam Rashab have to push this? Because at the end of the day, we want to have achdus between Velt and Elokus, not just between Eris uh, and Kalim and Atzilus. We want to go all the way up. Now, if the Eris of Atzilus are very much big leap, when you say Einareich Atzilus Legabe Einsof, even more than the Einareich of Bria Legabe Atzilus, and and you're saying also the Eir, so what did you achieve? Yes, we achieved that we're connecting to Eir, but the Eir itself is, is separate, so to speak, a leap from higher levels. So now comes a discussion, how do we connect to higher than Atsilis? They say, you could ask the question, why is it so negated to connect to higher than Atsilis? Atsilis is, is ganz fine, Madrege. The Alter Rebbe, when he would say the word Atsilis, he would tremble because of such a, a high level. But at the end of the day, Atsilis is still after the Tzimtzum, and Atsilis is still a structure, and Chassidus insists that we reach the highest levels all the way to Atzimus. So here comes the problem. Oyer is, is also in Arech to the higher levels of Oyer. And that's where the dilemma begins now in this Maimur and will become now a big issue, the next Maimur. Before I continue explaining that, I just want to point out, if you, I don't know if you noticed, look in the, the Kriteris, look at the, the beginning of the Maimur, look at the date of the Maimur. You see it? You ever see that before? Two dates. So Shabbos Pasha Nasser and Shabbos Pasha Baalescha. You ever see a Maimon that has two different two different Shabbos? So what happened exactly? Which one is it? You know, so many people when they think they think it's a mistake, but it's not because the next Maimon is Shlach. Huh? So what happened is I'll tell you what happened. Chassidim say when the Rebbe Rashab said this Maimon, it was so deep. That they asked the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe Rashab said the Maimur again the next Shabbos to explain it again. Because remember, it was all said on Shabbos. The Rebbe, the Rebbe, afterwards, the Rebbe Rashab, not after, the Rebbe Rashab had written it, as I explained in the first class about Ayn Bez, it was written already. The Chassidim didn't have the writing. They only heard what he said Shabbos. So basically, the Chesim had said they didn't understand it, so he said it again. And then when he wrote it, he wrote it as one. Basically, it was one Maimur that was just said twice. Everything, yeah, this is what this is the, the Rebbe Rashab. There's nothing here that's not this is Xavier Karche of the Rebbe Rashab. Yeah, it could be that the second time he said it may have added. There are Hanochas, actually. I never really looked. There are people who wrote Hanochas 
both probably, there's probably Hanach of Nose and Hanach of Balesha. So if you look there, you could probably figure out. He may have said the same thing, or he may probably added. I mean, it's, it's very likely that he added to explain it better. But that's what happened. So it's interesting because, you know, I mean, there are a lot of deep Maimonim, but here is one that the Rebbe Rashab actually uh, said it again because the because the Bachim, the Chazim. So, so when you learn this Maimon, you probably imagine that it's probably deeper than the other because there's no question this Maimon is a complicated Maimon. So let me go back to the theme of the Maimon. So now comes this question. I'll just point out some lines here. It says, I'm reading the beginning of chapter 12, Yud Bezit. You, you explained till now the answer to the question, whether Atzilus is Gileahelam, Yashmayin is what? That Eidus is Gileahelam, Kalim is Yashmayin. Okay, fine. Perfect. But you have to understand, we have to understand because it says, Not just thank you. That's why it means Ayin, Chochme of Atzilus, Ma Ayin, from Ayin. Yesh and Ayin is Shulei Berech. V'hari l'fiyah na'al peyrik ches, t'akav nimshuk meyr n'sof shalif n'esem, hari u'b'chines b'li g'vul, u'l'chene erisem gamkem b'li ma'ab b'chines p'shitzer, v'imken eich sh'ayich le'em m'shem b'ein arech. So which one is it? Is it me'ein, the b'li g'vul of the air, as he says, which is p'shitus, shapeless, or is it me'ein? Then why is it me'ein to motzah? Why do you call it my? That's the question that the Rebbe Rashab is now posing. Omnam Yashlemer, he says, Shagam Ha'edis, there's a series of Meshachim and Akav, Ain, Dotsalemer, Shem Pshutim, Legamri. She says, even the way they're Blima, Hem Pchins Esesfiris. So now comes a whole discussion. Or what this means. He's in the aid itself, he's going to be discussing two levels, clearly. That on one hand, on one hand, the aid is Shulay Berech, on the other hand, the aid is Be'erech. How do you explain that? That seems like a contradiction. Now, the importance of this is, again, due to the Mamutza, because if Eir only reflects godliness, and does not relate to existence, then the Eiris and Kalim are going to have a disconnect. If, on the other hand, the Eir relates more to the Kalim, not the Lakus, so we don't have a perfect Mamutsi either. That's why this is so vital and so important to discuss. So what happens here now, the Rebbe Rashab introduces the concept of the Esesphiris Agnusus. The Esesphiris Agnusus. So let me explain what that means. Does he actually, one second, where does he say that? He says it, um, just looking, where's the first place? Uh, can you help me? Do you see where it says first? Huh? Oh, it says later in the Mime, sorry. I thought it was there. Okay, so here's here's the story. Let's talk about it more. Uh, this is uh, this is ready now into the discussion of Eres Pshutim and Eres Mitzuyarim. So, in Kabbalah, there's a machlekes. The Tzemach Sadik has a mimer, if you, I don't know if you ever saw this mimer, called Druz Gimel Shittis. It's printed now in Eira Teire and Yonim. And if you ever saw this mimer, 
You ever heard about it? It's a very famous mimer. Famous. He said this the commandment. The Rebbe Tzemach Tzedek, based on my mom from the Alter Rebbe, brings to, brings all the different shittas regarding Sviris. Because the Mukabolan had a dilemma. Are Sviris Alokus or are Sviris Nivrayim? Because the whole purpose of a Sviris, the Esas Sviris, was to serve as a Mamutza. It's essentially God's instruments through which he creates existence. Are the instruments in the gather of uh, Kalin or in the gather of Eris? Or better put, I should say better, uh, rephrase that. Are the Eris of the Sviris more structured or they're more Eir? So just briefly, this, the day is go like this, and this is very relevant to understanding this whole Maimir and going further. There's one Shita that says that the, that the Sviris are completely Kalin. Meaning, air is air poshet. An example given is that you put, let's say, shake colorless water or liquid in in tinted glass. Let's say white water. It's white. It's no color. Colorless water. You put it in a glass that's red. What will the water look like? Red. But you know the water didn't become red. It just looks that way to us. Because the water is like it's like tinted glass, so the water is the glass is serving like a like sunglasses, so to speak. So from the from the perspective of the observer, it looks like a color, but the air really is pushed. That's one shita. That the eiris of elokus, that the eibushters mamshach and tekelim, the air is not is pushed. Means it doesn't have a color, doesn't have a structure. Now, what's the mile of this shita? The eiris retain. The purity of elokus. Elokus is poshut. Elokus doesn't have siur. So the eiris are very pure reflections of the eibushter of elokus. On the other hand, there's another shit. If that's the case, the problem is so then the eir really never becomes one with the keli. So there's another shit to know that the eiris are mitsuyarim, that the eir have also a color inside them, so to speak. However, you can't see it until you put it into a keli. Which actually is the third shita. So let me not go there for a moment. Let me just talk to the second shita. Second shita is that the air have subtle colors, if you wish. Why is that? What mile of that shita? That mile of that shita is that the air key relates to the structure of existence. And I'll explain a simple nafkamina between these two. You could say, we know we say every day, Hashem. the world is diverse. We're all different. It's a simple question. Can Ardus and Ribui come together? How do we reconcile that Ardus and Ribui come together? Famous question in all of Shemachod, and here's Ribui. So you have two options how to answer this question. These are the two shittas. One option is that Ribui is only a chetzenis. The kavon is that we should all be we should all become one. That in the ribuy of Elamis and the we create the ribuy, but that's not the kavon. The kavon is to lose our individuality and we'll become dedicated to the each in our own way. That's one approach. But what's the problem with that? It's not a true dira betachtena because it's not, doesn't it doesn't says the lotion. It doesn't permeate your very individuality. 
other hand, that's another sheet that says no. Connect to the Elokus. The problem with that is it doesn't connect to the Eid and self posture. It only connects to Eid that already has a connection to the Caleb. You understand the two approaches? Which I do I need to explain more? So in other words, is the kavon, is to use more lashon and nigla, is the kavon to all become klal, and so negate the yachid, or we need every yachid. Now you all know that we need both. Why do you know this? Because chesidus brings the third day, and the third day from that is al. The first day is the mareches, and the shittas mareches, and the rakanti. The rakanti says the eris are kelim. I'm sorry, the sviras are kelim, and the eris are pshutim. The other shit is uh, is that the kelim are that the, there's also tzir in the oil and comes the Arizal and the Ramak and they're metavich and they say that the fact is that the oil is on one hand are mitzir on the other hand they're poshut and it's the kelim that reveals the tzir within the oil has really two levels in it atik and arich so atik is more poshut. Arich is more relates to the Nevraim. So in other words, in the Eiris itself, you have two levels, basically. There's a whole difference between that Rizal and Ramach. I'm not going to go into that right now. But the point being is, so the Eir have some, has some type of Tzir. But it doesn't emerge, and you can't reveal it until it goes into Akeli. Which goes back to the whole theme we learned in the beginning of the Semshech. What did we learn in the beginning of the Semshech? That what? That the Eidus Akelim, the Eid Hariyah, is not like colorless, colorless liquid. It already has an element that recognizes the Kelim. So why is that? The mile of that is that you have that they speak to each other. And the color comes only from the Kelim. It seems that it only comes from the Kelim. So that we have is the problem is they never really meet, like I just explained. And the Kavon is to have both. Now, this, of course, complicates matters. It would be a lot easier if you said the Eir was Pashat in one world and the Kalim Atziur in another world. The problem, however, is you don't have a full Mamutza then. So that's why in this Maimed, what, what he explains in this Maimed is that the Eiris themselves have two elements to them. On one hand, the Shalei Berech tell the Kus because they have already Atziur in them. On the other hand, they are still Pashat Lufi Erech the Kalim. And that's where that comes together. So in the air itself, you have both elements. That's essentially what this theme of this Maimon is all about. So that's why you find he's going to speak about, are there spheres in the Eidus or are there no spheres in the Eidus? Are they only in the Kalim? And that's, that each, each Patek here goes and develops this further. And he proves several ways, and I'll just go over the proofs in a moment. He proves in several ways that you have to say that the air itself also has spheres in it. In other words, Chesed and Gvur is also in the Eir, not just in the Keli. So, to put it maybe in different aces, when we say Mahu Chanun, Afatu Chanun, and uh, it says, uh, that you should follow the Abraham's ways. So when you follow these ways, are you following uh, the Abraham the, the himself, or are you following how the Abraham is mislabish in Chesed and Gvur? And that would be the difference. If it's in the Eiris, your mom is connecting to Lekus. If it's only in the Kalim, then you're connecting to a Tanivra that's higher than you are, but it's not really connecting Mamish to Elokus. You know, the Machlek is between the Maral and the Rambam. 
the Tanya brings it several times. The Rambam says, Hu amade, hu yidei, hu yidua, Right? Says the Maral, how could you say the word Das and Eberster? It's not Shaykh, he's higher than Das. Chakim Balebachachmi Yediya. And Chsid, what does the Alta Rebbe say right in Pedic Beis and Tanya? He says that according to Kabbalah, an Atsilis, the Rambam is talking how it's an Atsilis. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and the Maral is talking how it's higher than Atsilis. But the Eberster is Mislabish. So what do you have both? Is the Abish to Shaykh to the gather of da- Deya or Chesed and Gura? Or is he not Shaykh? Mom is the same Teichen and Yonim that we're learning here. So, um, so the proofs that Eber Asha brings is, uh, let me just see which one, the first one he brings. From a chlifa dechtayo, so let me just chlifa dechtayo in the zayhar. You have the concept that even though chesed is chesed and gvura is gvura, but sometimes chesed, he says the eda chesed goes into the klei gvura. Famous example: shame and hillel. The chal shame is gvura, hill is chesed. But you see, there are a few cases where shame is mekel, and and hill is machmer. So that's a proof that's not just in the kelim. Because if it could change, Kalim don't change. You can't change a Kali that's blue to red. The fact that it's changeable means that the air also has an element of Chesed and Gvura. And sometimes the air can change from one to the other because the air is not as defined as the Kali is. That's with the proof. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the Moshe. It says in the Nigla, it says in Gemara that the begin, that uh, it could be misspelled for if a baby is being born. Beginning, we don't know it's a zakh in the cave, it could be mispal and should change. How do you explain that exactly? Why? Because the answer is, even according to science today, that the early stages, it's not yet been shaped and defined whether it's a male or female. Because male and female have many things in common. So you could have an entity that's not yet defined one way or the other. And you have a lot of examples for that. The Gemara says, for example, this week's Pasha, uh, last week's Pasha, Vayeshev. You have a dream, and it says that the way you interpret the dream, that's how the dream will be fulfilled. What does that mean? Is the dream mean this or the dream mean that? Why is it totally in the Pisa? Because there are situations where it's still not clear, is it going to go chesed or gvura? So Eir has both possibilities, and when it goes into the keli, it can go one way or the other. So usually it will go one way, but there could be a chlifa dechtaya in times that you'll have a change. It says, for example, Yitzchak, I don't know if you know, the Eira Chaim writes, the Yitzchak, till the Akedah had a neshama of a nekeva. And by the Akedah, a neshama of a zohar was entered into him. So the point being that you could see something is not yet fully shaped and it could change in one way or another. So the Rebbe Rashab uses that as an example of proof that you have to say that the Eir is not completely poshut, but the Eir also has its seal in it. Koponim, because it's late already, I'm going to stop here. But um, he brings yet another example later. But I want to, I'll probably go over this more next class as well. Because uh, that more dense mimer, longer mimer. Yeah, exactly. So if you have, does anybody want to ask anything? I mean, this was a little more maybe deeper than usually, but I hope I explained it. 
If not, I'm happy to explain it further. But I need to hear from you because if you understood it, great. If not, uh, I'm fine. I'm not being insulted. Huh? Huh? What? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Do you need more explanation than this? Be, don't be bashful. Lay by Shalom. I'd like to get back to the You'd like to what? To get back to the fire, okay, we will fight, but I need to hear from you. You need to have a pigia, pigia, so air yosh and air chiz to get somewhere. Okay, so we'll stop here and we'll continue next week. Good. Sure.